0: There we are. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Sorry, I was gonna get organized myself real quick, but we are here back once again with HDS Source. I'm Why Not Be Reckless, aka Why Not Be Casting? I'm one of the HS commentators. Of course, I'm joined with Active, another HS commentator and performer professional Halo player. Tim, why don't you tell them something?
1: Uh I'm excited to be back. We haven't done this uh for a while. Um, there was a little uh, lack of content, you know, obviously in between seasons, but now that we're in season two, it is a good time to kind of dive deep and get to know these teams, keep you up to date with the rosters and all of that. So we've got a lot to talk about today, Tony, and I'm excited to to be doing this with you again. So thank you. I know you're very busy. I, I appreciate you taking the time out and uh, doing this with me again.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And uh, and And like you said, there's been kind of a lull uh, with what's been going on in the HGS universe for quite a bit you know, in the the offseason, but now things are really starting to ramp up You know, Charlotte is 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 done and dusted. We've had multiple 2ks. We're now going into the midseason with Expectations with a lot of these teams. now we see how some of these newer rosters are really starting to look You know whether it's online even on one land event and now going into the 4k We've had to qualify already by the way qualify was amazing it was uh because the pool play has already been announced i feel like a lot of this show is going to be is going to be pool play centric yeah so you know what you know what why don't why don't we, why don't we just jump right into it why don't we, I, I I don't know if, are they able to see what you see or we just going to kind of talk them through it
1: uh they cannot see what i see i guess i could just uh i i guess no I, problem? Could, I guess i could switch it here and and do this uh, it's just it's, that, that our screens are our cameras are going to be a little messed up, but I can fix that real quick while you start talking. That's fine.
0: It's no problem. all. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over each of the pools real quick. So pool A being Optic Gaming. In case you've been hiding under a rock, uh, APG, formal, lucid, and trippy. Uh, the squad obviously winning out. Charlotte, even though th- there was a lot of people that had Faze favored within that ma- within that match of Sentinels. Uh, in case uh, once again you've been hiding under a rock, <laughs> King Nick, Collect Lethal and Spartan. Next up in the third seat in Pool A is gonna be Avengers Huss neuronical precision and swish and then eventually going into going rogue uh a team that's been kind of catching fire recently uh that team uh that team is made up of tony two-turn arctic parzelli and envoy so why don't we focus in on pool a for now optic sentinels avengers rogue a going rogue How do you feel about this pool? Talk to me a little bit, Tim.
1: Uh, So right off the bat, I got to talk about Optic a little bit. I am very impressed that they were able to, you know, come out with a three-peat at Charlotte. We're talking about a team where, you know, and I think it was Wes that said this, and he said it perfectly, right? Many rosters were built to take Optic down. They were built to remove Optic from that very first place spot, and honestly— and you know, Phase was was one of those teams where people didn't think they were going to win, and you saw a little bit of a teaser there uh, from the process coming out from Optic. I can't wait to watch that. Shout out to those guys for putting out that content for us. So Optic really impressed me, uh, and they were able to close it out. We had. I'm going to be honest with you, Tony. I've been watching Halo for over 20 years now, competitive Halo, and I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to make the claim, and I don't really give a crap who agrees with me or not. That was the best series I have watched in my entire time watching Halo. It was high level. It was very close. It was always back and forth. And the plays that were being made, you you could make an entire montage out of those plays. So very impressive out of Optic. I know I spent a lot of time on Optic, so I'll kind of go through the other ones. But, you know, Sentinels, uh, they impressed me a lot. I think they've really improved since Charlotte, and they're starting to show what they're capable of. I think, uh, you know, Collect is one of those players where really just comes into his own and, and he's starting to learn from the likes of lethal and Spartan. I think there's a lot to learn there when you're playing with, you know, the greats like that, you'll just start to learn, you know, different things. Uh, so, so honestly, I, I think, I think it's, you know, it, it's, it's a big deal for Sentinels to kind of hit that echelon because they've got to be in that. They, they've got to be in that like top three, top four talk. They have to be right. Cause you know, there's some really good players on there. Uh, the Avengers of course, um, this is a team where they surprised a lot of people. And I was actually talking to Gunplexion about them today. A very fast-paced squad, okay? A squad that, you know, and I said to him, reminds me of the likes of Native Red at the beginning when they were just kind of holding forward and just making things happen, acting quick. And I love that about that squad. Um, definitely a squad to look out for. And of course, going rogue, we got to watch a lot of them. Uh, they are a very good roster. I think a little bit spotty. Uh, in on, in my eyes, I think that, uh, you know, they have really good series and then some series they kind of lack a little bit. So I think going rogue, a little bit of work to do, but definitely a really solid, a solid roster in that pool A.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about pool A because I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Like, I feel like... I was I talk about this all the time. I was really big on going rogue in the preseason, like you know, with Tony Two Turned and Envoy. Uh, I remember I remember they went uh, alongside Hysteria. I can't remember their fourth. As I apologize, but uh, they went back to back beating out Navi and Ascend last year. And I feel like they were just starting to really get you know get into their own, really start to uh, really become that dynamic duo. And joining them with as uh, Parzelli, who was this former Call of Duty professional player, Arctic, who's been around the block a few times. Like I actually really like this going rogue roster um when it comes to a, a Avengers, when it comes to the avengers yeah avengers are, are, are another weird one uh avengers um you know they, at first, it was Hus that was dropped from that team meta b- back then going as uh, the Strong Survive. Uh, then, eventually, Switch gets dropped off, and both of those members end up jumping on the Team Avengers and Precision and Nirvanical, uh, who have been kind of a little bit of a duo for, for, for some time now. Now you got that duo who are very capable. Precision was really showing off late into last season and really showing what he was made of. Then you have uh Neuronical who not only is a great play caller, but also has the mechanics to match and can go toe to toe with almost anybody that we have in the league. I'm, the Avengers are really growing on me. We saw them not too long ago upset the. I, I, they beat um, I think they went There's on like a teams. crazy a crazy run. They yeah. beat out uh, complexity, Sentinels G one, and then Phase crazy. in the same tournament. Crazy. It was it was absolutely crazy. So uh, Avengers really have a lot of question marks around them. And then the same thing with Sentinels. Like Sentinels went on this. Dynasty like run during the JJ events where they went undefeated literally didn't drop a single map leading into the grand (laughs) finals and then three would in the grand final as well so the one thing I like about pool a is that like I feel like yes optic are the favorites to to sweep this out yes there's a chance that optic don't even drop a single game honestly let's be real they're freaking optic gaming however I feel like there's a lot of questions here and there's a lot of potential when it comes to Pool A. And that's what makes me most excited about them. But they're not the only pool. So why don't we talk a little bit about Pool B? Uh, <laughs> love that, love that. Uh, Space Station Gaming, uh, Bound, Eco, Penguin, and Stellar. Uh, you have joining them is Shopify Rebellion. Really exciting team. You have Carmea Mental Rain and Windu. That's your number one, number two seed. Space Station Gaming, known as this powerhouse squad, known as you know, known as more of a land team, because online they tend to struggle a little bit more. If they're like five stars on land, I feel like they maybe they're like four stars online, okay. really, yeah. when it comes to space station gaming. Uh Shop fiber another team that maybe doesn't struggle as much on online, but I feel like they, I feel like they'd rather be on land as well. Then you have the likes of Proton Gamer, or D&D and Org, who have found success on land but seemingly have found a little bit more success online especially when you look at proton's new uh newly acquired monster monster i call him that 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 online team whisperer man you (laughs) fill them onto a roster you fill them onto any roster they're gonna look good they're gonna look great they're they're going to compete and maybe even get their best placing with that with that roster but you know alongside Breaking Shot, comment and Posey uh, making a Proton Gaming, you know, I talk about this all the time. It's, I feel like it's easier to perform when you're most comfortable. Right. And it's really hard to get comfortable being uncomfortable, like going onto to a different setup, your settings feel different, everything's feel different. So I don't, I don't usually like, you know, you know rip somebody for being better on uh online than on land especially because he still has time yeah. you know i mean and especially on this proton gaming roster maybe has found the right fit for him and maybe going into the next land event he'll find that success that he's always been always been looking for uh and then uh to wrap it up so i can pass over to your thoughts uh need an org you know you have cherished former apex player piggy uh who's a dynamic exciting player uh, straight sick of veteran in the scene uh, uh, just been been around the block a few times formerly of G2 all of last season now has found a home with King J and the rest and then of course King J who somehow has become more popular for being best friends with Snakebite than being an amazing <laughs> player that he is also right. coming over from Call of Duty and King J another exciting player that simply wins his ones uh, how do you feel about Pool B?
1: So we'll start with Space Station Gaming, and this is gonna this is gonna be I'm gonna be hard on them. Okay. Um I think this roster is phenomenal. Obviously, not very happy with their placement at Charlotte, but when you have a team like FaZe who comes in, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult to continue on that, you know, top two kind of standing that they've had all season one. Um, I think they're also under practiced, or they were at least going into season uh two, and that of course is going to set them back. Does that mean that they're going to you know continue to fall? No, absolutely not. I think space Station is a great roster i think uh i I almost wanna say and and I could be completely off by this, but you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it because you know sometimes you gotta you gotta you know put those those things out there. I think they almost play lazy, and by that I mean like they don't really go a hundred and ten percent until it's a hundred percent necessary, you know when, when their backs against the wall and they feel like, okay, well, our tournament life's about to be over. So let's just, let's just do stuff now. And then all of a sudden we're seeing like the best we've ever seen in SSG. And that's just kind of how the story's been. Um, that, you know, even in when I, when I casted Orlando, I, I we, we casted them and, and uh, on Friday, they were a little bit weak on Saturday, a little bit better. And then on Sunday, all of a sudden they come out and start swinging and we go to a reset because of them in the grand finals. like, uh, in Orlando, so it's just one of those things. I want to see them go harder. Um, as for Shopify Rebellion, I don't think we've seen the 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 last of them. I think uh, with Ryan Nub on that squad, you kind of get this like you don't know what's going to happen type deal. I think he's one of the most intelligent players in the game. I think he understands the game at a very high level. I truly believe that, and uh, what that means is the meta is going to be shifted with that team. You know, there's a a lot of Vador view, uh, you know. Uh, some teams, some players don't like watching VOD review, and I think that uh, Ryan Noob is not one of those players. I think that he studies the game, and and when someone studies the game like that, you got to be a little bit worried about what they can do. Um, as for Proton Gaming, I want to just touch on what you said about Monster. 100% agree. I think that Monster uh needs that you know he needs that land play to you know continue to get better on land. I think it's just uh one of those things. You either Go there and you're used to it and you're fine, or you go there and the nerves hit, and then the more you go, the least, the the less the nerves are going to hit you, and the the better you're going to be able to perform under pressure like that. And I think he's there. I think he's improved gradually over time, and I think he will be fine. And then uh, you know, Nienborg, I'm just really excited that that you know, um, King Jay got on a roster, and uh, you know. Um, and I'm really excited for Straight Sick as well. Continuing on, I think he's like you know a legend in the scene, and I, I'm glad to see them you know kind of come together. And they played really well in the in the last event, so really excited for them as well.
0: Well, you know they do need an org. Are you going to bring them under Active Entertainment?
1: Or oh like boy! A, a, a... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, chat. We need a goal. We need to set up a goal of uh, what twenty thousand dollars <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I hope they find an org. They deserve one, Tony. So hopefully they they do get one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Neidenorg uh as well. I feel like uh the only my only issue with Neiden Org right now is that I feel like I'm I love their performance going into the 4K qualifier, but now we're talking about the best of the best. It's the best 16 teams in in, in North America and, and, and a lot of them in the world, really. I feel like need org gonna struggle not only in this pool, but I feel like in the tournament as a whole, you know i I would love to see him going up against like a going rogue up or a team Mickey, yeah. but that's just not gonna happen with how, the way things are gonna work out. Um, so we'll see what happens. Maybe they prove me wrong uh i I'm more of a believer in proton gaming. Possibly upsetting Shopify Rebellion. Okay, then need an org upsetting Proton or Shopify. Agreed. and definitely not Space Station in My opinion. I, th- I think Proton Gaming were already really good. They placed top twelve at Charlotte. You bring in Monster. I feel like Monster fits the 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 team mold really well. They play a very very fast but very organized and a very coordinated offense. And I feel like that's really what it's built on. And lots of times, you know, Posey. Talk- I talked to Posey himself, and he talked he talked about. I talk about the speed at which they play with, and he says he feels like it's because of that organization and because of them moving as a unit, it, it makes you feel overwhelmed, and it makes it feel like they're playing faster than they really are. Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting way to look at it. And to going up against Shopify Rebellion, I think this is I think Proton's a bad matchup for them. And I definitely think SSG are a bad matchup for. Them. I really like Shopify Rebellion. I just think with teams that can really up the tempo and really speed the game up like Proton and Space Station can, I feel like that's where Shopify Rebellion tend to struggle with. I would prefer to see Shopify almost against like an optic, really. Like oh, <laughs> as okay, crazy yeah, as yeah. it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, I feel I feel like I I feel like that would be a slightly better matchup for them. Even maybe even like a native a. white. As well, that'd be a slightly better matchup for them. So, I think SSG again, you know, very similar to optic sweep. I, I think Shopify and Rebellion have a fighting chance of beating SSG, and they definitely, obviously, are the favorites going up against Proton Gaming. But I om- but I give, I really give Proton Gaming slightly more than a fighting chance. I, I think that there's a chance that goes definitely winning game, definitely winning a game. Okay, maybe even winning two and sending it to a game five. And I can see a war with Proton Gaming even beat out. Uh, Shopify Rebellion. Okay. Um awesome. Now we'll see if I, I will feel the same way in pool C because pool C a little bit different. <laughs> a little uh, bit. <laughs> but a little little bit different, but you got uh, oh my gosh. You got phase Clamps as uh just uh um uh, pro talk would say, "Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you got Phase Clan, Frosty, Renegade, World Two, and Snakebite. Um, the the trio formerly of Sensitos joining Renegade on Phase, joining that Main Slayer as if they as if they really needed more firepower to begin with. Right. And I, I really uh, I really commend Snakebite because I feel like." Uh, Snakebite and like and like booboo dubu you know had these roles in like season one which obviously have to be flexible and be able to fill many different roles right. but i feel yeah. like they were known as that main damage dealer and whatnot and yeah and, and, and entry frag players or or, 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 or maybe for snake by entry frag for booboo which just main damage and slaying and i feel like both their roles have changed on their given teams like now snake by playing a lot more of an objective or pretty much almost at sometimes almost all the objective. I don't know if you see this. Tim, I don't know if you see that oddball time, yeah. but my man at some point, played all the objective at some yeah. point, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I want to see, I I want to see phase in fighting form. I, I I talked about Avengers getting uh, Avengers getting the, uh, a, 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 the, the, the I guess the sweep on them yeah you know or the upset on them i should say yeah um but i feel like that was a not practice phase i wonder what phase of like actually practiced and um um native red you got um manny soul snipe talic uh and Druck. then you have team meta elite that uh was boom mortally septify and super cc and then you have mags up kratos ace Avenue and diagram before I give all of my thoughts on this pool, I want to pass it over to you Tim um talk to me about pool C again phase native red team meta elite
1: not 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 the not the not the bottom feeders. the elite the elite and mag, and mag's up <laughs> all right uh so um as a lot of you probably know who've watched my stream, I am a very big fanboy of phase i don't know what it is. Uh I love all the players on that squad. Um big fan of Snakebite. I think he does so much so well. And uh obviously with Renegade on the squad now and Frosty just being I think Frosty's still underrated, which is crazy to me. I I know I know I know he's in the conversation, you know, for best player in the game, but like I put him at like I put him like right below Lucid, like right below Lucid. And and even if that, I think they have very differing play styles and they're good at very different things. Um, but that being said, uh, really like this phase roster. I think they're phenomenal. I think that they're in the, in the, the line to win many tournaments this season. I really do. And possibly even worlds. So I think phase is great. And I have a, I'm going to have a really hard time. Uh, anytime I cast them to not be biased. So I've been working on that very, very hard, very diligently, uh, native red. Um, this is a squad that I, like, I said so many times that they've they've hit their wall. They've hit their wall, and, you know, they can't go over that wall, and that's impossible. But then they place third at Worlds? Like, it, it, it blew my mind. I, I was sitting there like, there's no way we're on the biggest stage possible, and they're breaking through the ceiling that I set for them, or that a lot of people set for them, I would say. Um, but they, they also
0: won one of the two Ks featuring SSGG one and Native White. Didn't <laughs> feature that's crazy. Phaser optic, but they did win over SSGG one Native White. Sorry, go on.
1: Sorry. No, I mean thank you for interjecting there. That's very important information. So like this, this squad is just not. They're, they're not. They're not getting worse. And um, you know, now now what it comes down to, Tony, is is they're starting to understand that they can have that massive fast paced gameplay, but then they know how to turn it down. And, and, and that's what throws off teams. Imagine if a team is just like holding forward at you for like three spawns, and then all of a sudden they're not there anymore. They wait like another 30 seconds or something, and then they hold forward at you again. You're not ready for it. it it's just like that unorthodox pacing that they, that they still bring, and they're continuously getting better at that. I love it. Uh, I absolutely love that by them, and uh, I can't wait to see them succeed. Of course, Meta Elite, uh, big fan of Septify. big fan of Super CC, Mortally, and Boom. And why I'm a big fan of these guys? To be honest, I haven't really watched much of their gameplay, but I I know one thing by looking at those four names. I know that those guys are never, never not playing Halo. That to me is huge. Okay. Getting get you know Septify just win live right now. There you go. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Don't you dare leave this channel. (laughs) But but that that's huge to me. That you know, playing the game every single day. In a state that it's in, you know, we we all know it's in a rough state. We don't need to say anything about that. That's just the case. And it's getting better, and I love that. But they're playing matchmaking in because they love the game and they they want to get better. They're hungry to get better. I love that. Uh and then Nags up. Oh my gosh, I can't say enough about Ace Man. The guy The guy always preaches on that mental and he honestly he, he's showing it. He's showcasing what the mental can do. He's still. And, you know, I, I said it during the cast with you. I said he's he's in his prime. And, uh, you know, I actually ended up watching back uh, a little bit of it because, I, I, you know, I'm working on my casting a little bit. But uh, I ended up watching back that series. And when I said that, you know, it was a couple people that were like, what do you mean prime? Like, you know, and, and it's because the reason I think he's in his prime is because he's playing phenomenal. Like, he's playing phenomenal Halo and he has the ice. When, when you're in a situation where you have to hit this four shot or you have to, you know, do this damage or you have the play in your head and you're executing... Uh, and, and there's all this pressure on you. I know it's online, but he does the same thing on land. The guy is just icy. He just is. And I love that uh, about that squad. Obviously, Kratos, very passionate player, self-proclaimed top five in the game. That's cool. And then and Diagram are both, you know, in my mind, young younger players that are, you know, on the up and up and, and getting way better at the game very quickly. So uh, that's my thoughts on, on, uh, on, pool, on pool C.
0: I I love how you say that Flame, uh, I was like, (laughs) that Ace is in his prime. Um, ace was getting like top eight in tournaments you know back in like 2009 right you know like right. like he won, he won, he won the halo it, 4. It, it, yeah. how long does this prime last oh, like, forever is it, it, not wearing sunscreen and touching grass really <laughs> uh, really doing that much for ace my, my man, I, t- I said before the man found the fountain of youth
1: yeah uh, <laughs> it's crazy that he still performs the way he does it and yeah I know I know it's kind of crazy to say that I, I obviously he won the halo <laughs> For world, you know, global championship, whatever. Like, but I, I think he's he's playing at top level right now. I absolutely love it, honestly.
0: Yeah, he really is, and and I and I'm happy for Mag's up, but I'm I'm also I'm also realistic. I, before before I get mean with them, I, I will give them the, their credit. Uh, I think they beat I think they beat out Going Rogue at one point during the win, uh, during the winners bracket, which was great. Didn't think they would beat beat out Going.
1: Oh, did we lose Tony? I don't know if we lost them. Let me reconnect here. Hopefully we didn't lose them. Chat, I'm sorry about this. Uh, we might allow- I- I have you now, but I lost you for a second there. I'm sorry about oh, that. We're good okay, now. Sorry, sorry Can about you hear that. Yes, <laughs> yes. I,
0: yes. I-, I think I asked you to share, to share the cameras and whatnot. Maybe that was on me and now I'm like sharing good. only my cameras. So I was just trying my big, big old head. I, I think you're good <laughs> that- now. That's on me.
1: Oh, that's, that's on me. My bad. Wait a minute! What am I doing here? Okay, I think we're good now, Tony. And I'm I was sharing... on me. My fault. My fault. Nope, you're good. Um, we're good to go. We're good to go now.
0: But so so I'm I'm happy that I like I said, I believe they were able to beat out going rogue and ignore. In fact, I believe they beat out going rogue in the final match to make it for them to qualify for this event, which is great. And now I'm gonna be a little bit mean and and say you know similar need an org. I I feel like I I. Even though Team Meta Elite have been struggling a bit yeah. since swapping out Switch for Bone, um, I don't think they beat Team Meta. I don't think they beat Native Red. I, and, I, and, I, and, and there's not a, a world where they beat <laughs> Um yeah. So I feel like, I feel, again, really happy for Mags Up, but how far are they going to go as far as pool play? Agreed. and. I, and and same with Warren. I look forward to you guys uh, to, to to you guys prove me wrong. I love Diagram. I, I I love Avenue. I I think I think I think Diagram. Literally, they, they both of them. They both just always have a giant smile on their face. And anytime <laughs> you're around them, I'm I'm smiling because I'm just just because I'm around them. It, right. It's 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 so awesome being around them. Um, Good vibes. I like that. I I think Kratos is is a great a great anchor player uh, for the team a great, great at controlling spawns, always thinking like one step ahead, really kind of playing almost like a lethal role did back on that old Sentinels roster. Yeah. I feel like that's what Kratos does best on his team. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we played in the tournament and, and we matched up against uh uh, Kratos and went, one of the rounds and whatnot. You and remember he really just sat on top of C Stalker rifle the whole. It didn't <laughs> matter where the hill was. Didn't yeah. matter what. My man was on top of C Stalker rifle the whole time. But you couldn't get him off. But you, but that's valuable. Oh yeah. Uh, and and he knows his roles. He plays it well. Um. And then of course, like you said, Ace. I, I think I think a lot of people questioned Ace's ability. And time and time again, he shows you that man, he still got it. He sees, he's I love still that. got it. So uh, I, I like mags up. I just, I, I don't see them beating out any one of these. I, I like Team Meta Elite. I, I like them. I like them with Switch. I like them as much with Boom, even though I feel like it's been a little bit more of a struggle implementing Boom in, into the I system. Wonder I, I wonder why. I wonder why. I hate to do piece. Sometimes pieces, uh, you know, new piece is gonna is gonna is gonna hit. Sometimes it's gonna miss. But I, way you give them time, and we'll find out what they really are, right? I feel like no matter what, whether it's a honeymoon phase and a team starts, you know, going absolutely ham and then start tanking afterwards, or a team that starts to struggle and then starts hitting their stride and start doing better, you know, I think time allows us to figure out exactly who a true team is, you know, whether it's left or right of the spectrum. Um, Native red. God help me these freaking boys, bro.
1: They're they're back and forth, right? They're very inconsistent it seems.
0: I love them so much. But I mean, Native Red have the widest range, and a lot of teams have a wide range. Shopify Rebellion have a wide range. Sentinels yeah. have a wide range. Native Red have the widest range where I I can see them beating FaZe or losing a mags up. Like I, I the, the <laughs> range is like the range is so far, so far I out agree. of the realm. It's 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 yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. You know, they yeah. they, they underperform against uh, against teams that are beneath them, and they overperform against teams that are that are better than them. Yeah. It's, it's it's you can't you can't gauge native red and it it, it pisses me off really but, I, but I love the boys I always have and I I, I want them to find success in everything they do uh, halo uh stocks, uh, stocks. Uh, <laughs> right. relationships I don't when, hey, okay. whatever it is they choose to do I support them okay I love and that. then um and I don't, I don't. know if I'm a, as much of a fan of Phase as you were, because I, I, I feel, I feel like, I, I feel, I feel like you, you kind of made it sound like you, you were super fan. I didn't even, I didn't even know you. Made, maybe, maybe you just made it sound like you were a super fan. <laughs> um, but, but, but it's like, but it's like, how could you not be? You know, like, yeah. I, 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 Frosty, World Two and Snakebite have been great for so long. Yeah.
1: Dude. And
0: whether you love or hate Renegade, I don't care what you tell me.
1: When he's on screen. There's exciting shit happening. It's like, beautiful. Like, he is beautiful fun It's fun to watch. Yeah. I I agree with that about Renegade. I want to talk about <laughs> Renegade. I want to talk about Renegade for a little, you know, I want to talk about Phase. I'm down. Uh I want to talk about okay. Renegade a little bit. I, I I I not to throw you off uh, your your plan, uh, but just a couple of words about him. I think um what, actually Tony, when you were, you know, you were at the event, I was doing a, you know, an, a live stream and uh, just kind of watching the whole thing throughout the whole weekend. And to be honest with you, in the grand finals, I was mad at him <laughs> um and uh it's okay. because, it's because I'm a fanboy, but uh one of the things that I have a gripe with with renegade and and please don't get me wrong, I think he's one of the best players in the game by far okay but but i have there's one thing I have a gripe with, and that's that phases communication was phenomenal with lethal. We're talking the best communication in halo period you know a, i would say optic is a close second on that one, okay. Uh, we're taking we're talking some beautiful small talk the the way just the way they articulate the things that need to get done. And they, you know, it's just very good communication. When I watched that tournament and we were in that grand finals, man, he I just feel like he's very um, he's very chaotic. He brings a lot of chaos to the comms. Wow. And in the sense that, um, for instance, right, he had I believe he had overshield on live fire. He was going just to paint a picture for you. He's going top center. Uh, they have this spawn trap to B. He gets the guy one shot. He's screaming one shot on you know a big door L, uh big door B side or whatever. And then he gets another guy one shot. He starts screaming that call. out. I understand we're in the grand finals. I get it. But it's like all I was hearing was just constant chaos, one shot call outs, and that's not. When I look at phase communication, I'm not thinking about that. I there is there is high energy, there is yelling, of course, but it's more structured in the sense that like. You know, one shot back B, I'm pushing here. I'm going here. Do I have help on beat? Like that kind of stuff. Does that make sense? And and that's one of the things that I uh was kind of like, uh, eh, you know, and 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 that's kind of incredible because if his communication is his weakest point, which, you know, I'm not saying it is. Uh, this is just like, you know, the grand finals or whatever. It's very intense. Um, if that is one of his weakest points, if he is if he's able to improve that with this squad, which I think he will, oh my word, we have a we have a scary roster on our hands here. And I'm talking like, you know, dynasty roster. I I know that's a a big call, but like that's, that's the that's the missing part is just the fact that like, he's the crazy slayer on the squad. He's the guy that's, you know, very exciting to watch, but also very chaotic as well. And if that chaos is brought down a tad bit, you know, his play style is still chaotic. Fine. That's, that's how he's comfortable. But the, maybe the voice, the comms are a little bit relaxed a little bit more and a little more small talk in there. Oh my goodness. I mean, if Renegade grows as a player, then we've got you know every every other team's got a problem, in my opinion.
0: You know, I actually I'm actually wondering if that was like a one off thing because I feel like I I feel like when I thought of Renegade mm-hmm. back in Cloud Nine specifically, even on onto when he was on the the late season one phase roster, one thing that that every time we went to a listen with Cloud Nine is that like the words permitted, and even the 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 the. the octaves of every player was was very bland like it, okay. it was very it was always like it was it was almost calm to the point where i'm like are they even talking like, was, <laughs> like, like like cloud nine compared to every other team yeah i feel like we're a quieter team and i feel I feel like now now with that i feel like whatever got whatever got said was always of the utmost importance right as opposed to just saying but so, so i i wonder if that was the one-off thing i'm not sure uh but I, I, it it I I I've never seen that before from Renegade okay. so I I wonder I I'm, I'm wondering and I'm hoping maybe it was a one off thing and I guess you know we'll you know as the as the future online tournaments come or the future lands we actually have listeners I'm sure we'll have answers to that question and, I, right. and I'll be looking out for that going forward when it comes to Phase awesome. uh but outside of that I still feel like Phase <laughs> I mean I, I, again, I give Native Red a fighting chance. I give Meta Elite a fighting chance. I love mags up. I don't even give them that. I think it's a sweep on Magzup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Team Meta Elite and Native Red win at least two games total against FaZe, whether that two goes to Native Red, whether that's one and one between Team Meta and Elite, and one for the Some way, somehow, both of those teams take two games off of FaZe, but FaZe still win it out. Well, between Native Red and Meta Elite, that's where I'm like, whoo. Cause I feel like this land, Native Red win this. Oh yeah. I oh yeah. I Feel like and and and, that, and Native Red are still a good online team. I just feel like they're better on land personally. Right. I think team are really good online. Um, out, of res- out of respect for who Native Red are and who they've been. I'm going to say they win that matchup out. Okay. But I'm also going to be very honest. You've been upset by Proton Gaming two times. You've been upset by, by, by multiple teams in this tournament and out of this tournament. Mm-hmm. So I, for, out of respect of who you are and who you've been, I'm going to say you win this matchup. But I
1: don't feel that comfortable. I really don't. It's because of the wide, the, the, you know, the, the grand spectrum we have with them, right? That makes sense why you feel that way, honestly.
0: Uh, we'll see how we feel about Pool D. Um, Native White, <laughs> uh, barcode, sorry, barcode Gilkey uh, McQuinn the tapping <laughs> buttons. Uh, you have G1 or, or, Gamers first, mm-hmm. Bubu Dubu Falcated Sabinator and Suspector. Two teams that are are fighting for a top four position in the league. I think Native White had that miracle run through the open bracket into uh into championship bracket when he got fourth place G1 who I feel like I was really high on the preseason I feel like although they've been good, although they've shown side of greatness, I haven't seen I haven't seen signs of eliteness just yet where uh, I, I'm ready to say they're they're consistently top four going to top three so on and so forth uh, but I like the matchup between Native White and G1 I think it's going to be exciting uh, Cloud9 um, another team that I was huge on Pre- uh uh pre-Sharl. I think that I think it's a team that that does well online, and I think their skill set translates well on land as well. Uh, I like Cloud9 a lot. And then you have Team Mickey, who actually came to the winners bracket just like Mags up did. Team Mickey was a team that kept missing out on that top 12. They literally kept missing out on the top 12 every 2k, one round, one round, one round, and finally you have Jackson Grand Tricky and M305 that able to make it through Rightway away. Cloud 9 Nemesis Remy Squale and Triton uh before i give my thoughts uh, i'm i'm going to pass it again to you Tim um do you, do you like Pool D? Do you hate Pool D? Are, are you a fan? Are you not a fan? Tim, Tim, please talk to me. Tim, Tim, I need you to talk to me.
1: <laughs> I will always talk to you. I got you, brother. Okay, don't ever you. do that again. What? What do you mean? We shared oh, a hotel scary. together. Okay, we I are we to are closer. In my ears, listen, what is we, this, bro? We shared a hotel. We are closer it's than two we...
0: separate beds. You, you, you make this true. clear. Why are you lying, Tamron?
1: With just... the uh, with the
0: wall in between us. A wall. There was a wall. And, 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 and We <laughs> built a moat.
1: But oh but oh so you wouldn't touch me. Oh my word. Alligators. Jeez. Okay. Well, that's a crazy dream you had. To, uh, I, honestly, it, it, I think bull D is great. I am very big fan of native white. I love that. We've got barcode from the ANZ. We've got tapping buttons who came to the U S at one point uh, to be on evil geniuses in halo five. And, and now he's back in the U S again. This is obviously a player that's extremely talented. Uh, and I absolutely love that. They're, spotting that talent and they're you know bringing him over as well as barcode who is already over here uh obviously mcwin i am very excited to watch this player play okay we're talking about a guy who who's had a lot of time with halo you know obviously three years uh for for three or four years i believe uh before the game released he was gaming on halo infinite um he, he even said there's actually an interview. Uh, I would recommend all of you guys watch it. It's on the HCS uh, Twitter and the YouTube, of course, as well, where he talks about how, you know, not everything has been done yet in this game. And there's things that he, you know, is keeping in his back pocket. And I'm assuming keeping in his back pocket for a big event. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what kind of tricks he brings. Um, obviously, the meta will develop and will grow as time goes on and people will catch on. And I'm sure I'm going to be honest with you. I am 100% sure that a lot of players are keeping their eyes on his POV and keeping their eyes on him to see what things he pulls out. And I'm sure he's very aware of that. Um, there could be game breaking things that he knows that, you know, could completely shift the meta and, you know, completely throw off a team in a huge series to, you know, you know, bring them past in pools or whatever in on land or whatever, you know, so um, and then Gilkey. I love this guy. I think he's uh he's he's one of those another one of those grinders, right? He he is always in matchmaking, he's always solo queuing. Um if his team's not on, he's playing matchmaking, solo queuing, and he's just dominating. The guy's just really good at the game. I mean, uh obviously he was insane at Halo three, you know, moving over Halo Five, you know, he played a lot of Halo Five. I'm not exactly sure of his placings, but I know he wasn't uh it wasn't like a big fan of it, I, I would assume. And then obviously going to Halo Infinite, much, much better uh, out of Gilk. I'm sure you know about uh, Gilks' history more than I do, Tony. I just kind of know of his MCC tournaments that he was dominating in. Um, but you know, Native White, obviously, very, very good roster. Moving over to G1, <clears throat> this roster has a lot of potential, but we're not seeing anywhere near what they're capable of, and uh, it it makes me sad because uh, I think that this roster was put together intentionally. I think that uh, all of these players really fit well together. Um, I I I, th- I still think Suspector is one of the most underrated players in the game. Uh, I think that Falcated Falcated was around during the beta, and I remember him getting the most kills uh, in that beta, like just grinding like crazy. Uh, also, uh, obviously a very very good player, you know, previously on Phase, uh, and then Booba Dooboo, uh, you know, can't be said not not, not he's a veteran, uh, not not uh, not nothing new. You know, you know exactly who he is, uh, and then Sa- I love Sab as well, another grinder in matchmaking as well. I see him all the time. So, uh, love that G1 roster. I just want to see more. Okay, I, I want to see, I don't know what they're lacking. I don't know if it's VOD uh, review time or, or scrim practice or, or any of that, but I, I just feel like there's something missing there. They, they've just got to, I'm sure it's like a one, one or two, you know, little changes that will completely shift everything for them. But um, I'm hoping they get their act together with these open tournaments. And obviously they're in the 4K, so get their act together uh, in terms of that. Um, now this cloud nine roster is, is really cool. It's really good to see cloud nine still in halo. I love that. Absolutely. Think it, you know, that's a, that's a really good thing. It's good to see Rami kind of having a squad. He's jumped around season one. He jumped around. Like, I, I think it was like five different squads or something or, or whatever. Um, before he ended up on, uh, I think it was fanatic at the very end. I I don't remember exactly, but
0: yeah, somebody was on Fnatic too.
1: Yeah. yeah so, so it, it, I just, I think that, uh, maybe he found his roster now, maybe, you know he he can stick with these guys and and uh, I don't when it comes to Cloud Nine I don't look at this pool and say you know they're going to be G one or they're going to be Native White I don't think that's the case I I don't believe that um, I I do think maybe obviously they're going to I think against Mickey they have a really good shot we'll we'll have to we'll have to see Mickey is one of uh, I got to turn over to Mickey this is one of these squads that like you know I know nothing about okay I don't know any of these players I've never heard of them and and they're you said you even said it yourself they were you know. Very close, to hitting top twelve multiple times in a row, and now you know they've made it into the four K. That's insane. Like that just goes to show. That's that's what we used to talk about back in the day in the MLG days, where you know you can go pro. You know what I mean? Like you always have those guys like Sunday and say like, Hey, you can, you know, you can do this if you want to be like these guys. You know, blah blah blah. Come to the MLG events, trying to get people to come to the events and stuff. This is one of those stories. Like these guys, for me at least, and, you know, maybe you know a little bit more about their history, but these guys for me came out of nowhere. You know, put the work in, you know, grinded, grinded. They found a team that works. They found a team that, you know, they all gel walled together. And here they are. Will they beat Cloud9, G1, or Native White? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think so. Um, I think it'll be really tough. Maybe Cloud9, maybe. um, But I haven't seen them enough to really know. um, As well as I haven't seen enough of Cloud9 recently to know as well. So it's going to be an interesting roster. I think Native White and G1, I think they have a matchup. I think that's going to be a really good match right there. Um, So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I, I got to see a little bit of Mickey between some of these qualifiers, but not as much as I would watch. I even think I saw him a little bit during in one of the esports arena events as well. They, but like I said before, they consistently would make it to like top 16 uh, going into H2K. <laughs> And only top 12 moved on to Championship Thursday, but they would consistently be like one round away and just That's get crazy. knocked out the last minute. And this time they made it to, uh, to the 4K through the winner's bracket. That's crazy. Which, which, which again saying the likes of Going Rogue and Needed Org, who were the top two teams going into that 4K qualifier who had to qualify through the lower bracket, uh, which was really, which, which was really surprising. Um, as far as pool d I, I love the Native white and G one matchup uh, you know G one beating native white out in pools and then Native white sending G one home back at Charlotte where it matters most in the elimination bracket that was exciting that, that that propelled native white to that top four, which was exciting by itself uh they've matched up a few times since then. I feel like they're they're kind of splitting uh the 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 series most part but I think Native white, have been looking really good i think they deserve the top seed, especially with the performance they put on at charlotte coming out of the open Oof. into top four like, not, like not, not that, not even just like a surprise team but coming out of the open yeah that's crazy into top four which is still crazy to me um but i i, I got the chance to talk to uh to barcode a little bit and i asked him i said like like did that open bracket run help you guys in any way your point he said yeah we were still a new team barely any practice whatsoever mm-hmm. and they felt like they really start they really they really got to lock down those like minute things those micro things that they needed to work on through the elimination bracket going in to champ bracket back at charlotte uh g1 i'm not gonna beat up on them but like kind of said they've played good they've even played great at time uh, at times, excuse me, but I feel like I've put G1, that elite status, into that top four, contending for top three, and maybe further uh, consistently, and I feel like I haven't seen that just yet, and I want to, out of G1. Okay. Uh, Cloud9, um, you know, Squally coming over from G1, one of the most accurate players that we have in the league. Uh, Nemesis, who has this pop-off potential at any given moment. I That, that running ride with the shockwife on recharge still uh, rings bells in my head <laughs> when that happened. Uh, and, and then trying another one similar to A, where a very centered, very steady shot, very formal, like him and Squale just kind of mix well together. I feel like they have similar shots where you put them in open field, put them together. They're going to win their pivs for the most part. And then Ram who has always been good who's always been that dirty work player who's always who's always been a winning player i mean i always made the the line you know you want to win you put Rami in I love that. but i feel like he's been even more than that like and these slayers popping off 17 18 19 kills i think i will put out like a 20 kill slayer doing an elimination uh during an elimination uh um uh, uh run. In the Slayer game too, a very important game too, and ended up dropping like a twenty or twenty-one kills. Oh my it was word! Crazy, Jeez. like Rami not only being a, a you know that winning glue light player, but really also stepping up in the slays department. And when that's happened, Cloud Nine are, are are really are good. Like out, out of the out of the the the, the third seeded teams in each pool, you know, I like Avengers. I'm not in love with them just yet. Like I, f- I feel like them and Proton are gonna be are gonna be going at it. I really like Team Meta Elite, but I feel like I, I, I want to see more out of them more recently. Okay. And then Cloud Nine. You would think Cloud Nine are probably in fourth place out of the out of the, uh, those third seated squads. But I also feel like Cloud Nine can beat any one of them. Yeah, like, I So, agree. so yeah. I, I, out of the third seed of squads on Pool A, Pool B, Pool D, and Pool C, I'm really, I'm really want to see them match up against each other at least one time during this tournament. And I know it's possible, you know, to make, to make it to championship bracket. If you guys don't know, you only have to be top three. So the, the fourth place squad on each pool is going to be knocked out. To make it to championship back, you gotta be top three. So you gotta be, all you gotta do is be, win one series pretty much. And you're almost guaranteed at that that boy keeping count good, win one series. He should be decent. And, for those of you guys who are asking like, you know, what is this 4K? You know, what, what does it, why is it, you know, different than a normal 2K? You know, what does it even mean as an online tournament compared to last season where most of the top teams didn't even play in any, in any of these, in any of these uh, open events or or or, or, or 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 special online events, especially when it came later on to the season. And I got the chance to sit down with Tashi and he talked about this season's points being so much more important than last season, so you're you're not you're not gonna, you're not going to see the likes of the optics and the SSGs and the phases and the G ones not play in every single one of these online tournaments, and it not matter in the long run. Now we obviously want online to be more important than land. And I, I don't think it is. Yeah, uh, and luckily that's not the case. And I think it's a good thing because I want to see these teams playing these online tournaments. That just means more, more viewers. That just means more, you know, more content coming out, top tier content. You know, we get to talk about our show. I get to talk about it on my YouTube, you know, uh, watch parties, LVT and whatnot, like with the top teams playing more eyeballs. It's just, it's good for the entire Halo scene as a whole, whether, uh, you know, whether, whether we like the format or not. Uh, But that's for another day. Either way, uh, that's the 4K. Did you have any final words on the 4K? k we, we have about maybe 10 to ten to 15 minutes. Do you have any final words about the, the 4K at all?
1: Uh, not too much. I, I just want to kind of go off of what you said. I 100% agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, it's really good for the scene to be able to see these top teams and uh, be able to talk about them. And uh, I think that's huge. Uh, I'm glad that they're making, you know, making the points worthy worth now. I, I love that. I think uh, we need these. We need We need more and more eyes on the game more often. And that's how the game will grow is if we continue to get eyes and we continue to, you know, make it so that, you know, these these squads are on the forefront, you know, optic gaming. You know, we get a lot, a lot of views come for optic. A lot of views come for phase. You know, we just got to we got to get to that point where we continuously show them. And then the game grows little, little, little by little people fall in love. I mean, we are talking about players that like cherish, for instance, you know, he was an apex pro. You know, if we're talking about apex and halo, Tony, I mean, I would say apex is in a much better spot right now than halo is right Mm -hmm. And and cherish stayed on Halo because he loves the game. He came here, he fell in love with it, and didn't leave. And I love, I absolutely love that. We need more of that. We need more people to to touch this game to see what you know what it's about and and learn it at a high level so they can fall in love as well.
0: <clears throat> yeah, uh, and and uh, and. Hopefully we just get more content. We have more tournaments like this. I can't wait for the Quadrant event, which is coming up, uh, you know, late next month, Uh, the Phase event. And then, of course, DreamHack is coming up right around the corner. That's going to be a land, and uh, that's going to be exciting as well. (laughs) Guys, uh, hey, hey, top tier Halo content is coming. You just got to be ready for it. That's right. Um... The 4K qualifier wasn't the only tournament this week, and in fact, we we're kind of jam packed with tournaments <laughs> as far as last week. Um, the more, more one of the more recent ones, which just ended, well, I think yesterday, was the G one 10000 Thousand Dollar Throwback Showdown. It was uh, highlighted by a map called Overdrive, uh, which was inspired by Midship <laughs> of the previous maps. Uh, it, it, now. It wasn't an exact replica, but it was inspired by the map. I, I heard nothing but great things about the map and the competitors that actually played on it. Uh, I'll, I'll read off the... Uh, I'm getting the image on The
1: player... I got the oh, image sorry? on screen for you in a second here. Oh, and I got it already. Okay, yep. Oh,
0: yeah, I, I'm going to read off the players and their uh, and their points that they got uh, in the grand finals. Collect in first place. I probably should start started at the bottom. Oh, well. Collect in <laughs> first place with 56 points goober who i believe so what somebody told me is uh formerly known as porky
1: okay oh no my discord crashed again i don't know what's going on with my stuff today guys i'm sorry hold on i don't know what's going on with my setup today but let me uh, let me get back in uh- this again sorry tony i i uh my discord crashed but uh uh, you're good to go. You can continue. Oh, we The last I mean, thing we heard was Goober the, about the Goober squad.
0: Sorry. So that would be Suspector in third place with 52 points. Stellar in fourth place with 48 points. Drift fifth place, 46 points. And then big old bop. Sixth, I that name, sixth place, 41 <laughs> points. Renegade and Drug Time for seventh and eighth at 40 points. Made up your top eight for the G1 Throwdown Showdown FFA. What was funny to, about this to me was that like, I remember uh, not too long ago, you know, you, you had said that collect kind of reminds you a free for of, of a free for all player. Yeah. And, and collect was in the child. Like, I ain't no free for all player. Yeah, right. And then goes and wins DG one throwback throw, ba- throw uh, throwback showdown $10,000 event. There you go. <laughs> hey, but he, he ain't a, yeah, player, a free for all player. I remember
1: that too. That's so funny. <laughs> That oh, so was man. just
0: funny. That was just funny to me. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I get the, I didn't get the chance to actually watch any of the matchup. Like I was streaming during the time we did the qualifiers. Same, then I was yeah. casting during the time they were finishing it, and then they uh, they did it on Monday to finish off the tournament. I, and I, I, I like I, it was just my schedule and, and and this tournament didn't align. And I was so mad that I didn't get to watch at least the grand final. Like at the minimum, the grand finals
1: yeah i uh I ended up uh entering in like the practice one and I was gonna enter this one but I did a streamathon before and uh, I was up till five am or something because of the streamathon and the tournament was at one I actually slept through my alarm the you know uh my lady took all the kids out and was letting me rest and I slept through my alarm I was supposed to participate in this not that I would have been on this list anyway. But I did get a chance to play the map, and I that's believe. that's <laughs> that's kind of what I want to talk about. Is the map? Uh, it was a it was a, a rendition of of midship uh, with the Mombasa theme, and I I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was so well done. I need we need to see uh, a truth or something come into this game. I I'm a huge fan of midship. Uh, very biased uh, on on that map. I think it's amazing. Um, I would love to see a midship map kind of make it to HCS. I think that'd be awesome.
0: I think it would be as well I'm, I'm right there with you um and then i'm gonna we're gonna highlight real quick we have um the jj lvt event that happened that was a 2k tournament as well yep. and that was we kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier where sentinels not only won the tournament but won the tour without dropping a si- Tim, they didn't drop a single game. It's like how like like, like like how insane is that? When you <laughs> win a tournament without dropping a single game, that was Sentinels. Uh it was Proton Gaming that ended up getting second place. And that was where Proton Gaming upset the likes of Gamers First to make it into the grand finals to begin with. Uh and, and it was gamers first that ended up in third place, and complexity uh finished us out with fourth place. Native Red, by the way. Uh, they sh- they struggled a bit against i want to say it was complexity it was complexity that beat them out 3 to 2 uh and then at one point i think complexity like we owed them and i was i was like no, no complexity 3 owed gamers first that's what I said. You know, so, complexity, 3-0 Gamers First in the winner's bracket. Then Gamers First, 3-2'd them, I believe, in the uh and then the loser bracket semifinals. Right. And then that's what happened. So it was two different times. They matched up against each other. So wow. Gamers First, again, the complexity really stepping in. We didn't see Complexity during the 4K qualifier. I was surprised. I would love to see them uh, try to qualify for the 4K event into pool play, but we're not going to see them Interesting. Uh, either way, though. It was Sentinels really, that were the team of the tournament, really.
1: Yeah, Sentinels really surprised me. I I mean, uh, like I said, we watched them at, uh, I believe it was Charlotte, right? And uh, not, I wasn't impressed. And uh, I was a little sad uh, because uh, right after FaZe ended up beating them out, um, Snakebite uh, posted on Twitter uh, just a sad crying emoji. Um, And like, you know, you could just feel it, man. We're talking about 12 years being with that squad uh, who was previously Sentinels and now, um, you know, being on, on this squad and and now with the way they're playing, you know, we haven't seen enough out of them, but I just see the growth and I see the potential, you know, in in this squad. Uh with the way they're playing, we might see one of those uh, rival matchups, you know, Faze versus Sentinels at some point and uh that would be you know great to watch if Sentinels is like, you know, a lot better than they were at Charlotte, you know, it'll be fun to watch that series.
0: Yeah, I mean and I'm excited to see Sentinels excuse me, sorry. Really coming really coming to their own. I feel like I feel like Sentinels did well over at Charlotte. I feel like they left a little bit on the table. I feel like uh, they're—I mean, coming the feet like that. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens to them during the four K. Because I'm like, okay, was that a fluke? Right. Or is this who uh, is this who you are now? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, like are 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 you this new Sentinels roster that that we that we that we just didn't know of? Yep. I'm excited to find out, and and real quick, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up real quick here with the Lady Spartan Saturday series. Who runs the world? are able to say girl- girls. You're, Sorry, you're useless. God bless. Run Lady Spartan Saturday <laughs> series. L S S S S. Not last Spartan standing. Ladies Spartan Saturday yeah, Series. Yeah, we missed LSS, don't SS, don't say, mean, it's, it's it's a mouthful right there. Like, yeah, but, but it is. <laughs> you got Chicky Nuggies who end up in first place. That's Janelle and Veronica. Nice. Joining them is Biancus and Mijay, I believe it's pronounced. Okay. I apologize if I'm it wrong. I competed with Janelle and Veronica w- uh, uh, way back in the day and they've always been strong competitors. I think they're still uh, mid onyx players even, even to this day, even though they don't play as much. They're uh-huh. playing more uh, uh, Apex right now. Uh, Outlier coming in second place. That's just a Savage. Uh, <clears throat> Jessa Savage, Rogue Foes, Miss Audie, and purely Christina I don't okay. think this was a team that was planned to come together wow. they just kind of I, 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 believe, I believe Miss Audi kind of filled in like last minute I want to oh, say cool. um, this team was once going by like so, something uh, like Lagaroos or something like that <laughs> that's I, guess an awesome like, name. I don't feel like Christina like in Australia yeah. and like <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> um, and then in third place you had Belicas. I believe it's pronounced and that's Airborne Vanessa uh, I believe that's Bish Lane and toxicity I, okay. i'm not too familiar with uh, with bish lane and toxicity but i do know airborne vanessa and laboma from back in the halo five days and they were really strong competitors back then good enough to get uh, to get third place here in the lady spartan saturday series but congratulations really chicken Duggies, janelle veronica uh like you guys have what, what veronica was doing for the um uh, for the ladies of Halo, and what now generic is doing. Uh, by the way, fourth place on uh, good damage, and she got it picked up. Where Veronica's now moved more into Apex, you know, always organizing eights always organizing, you know, these tournaments I and, love that. And, and making free agent lists, and, and really taking ownership of the ladies community. Like you know, it, it, it's yeah. it's been crazy what she's been doing, and then with SWAT Nation, a bunch of other things like she's always had her hands in Halo, and has been a damn good competitor love as that. well. It's uh, it's it, it just. It's been so it's been so amazing just knowing her and seeing the work that she's put in for our scene. Uh is definitely one of the the untold stories, definitely one of the uh un- undercover heroes of of Halo, especially when it comes to the uh to organizing the ladies. So uh I wanna give a shout out to Veronica and all the chicken nuggets for winning the Lady Uh Spartan Saturday series. Um, and then I'm just gonna go real quick with uh with Scrims real quick. Okay, let's um, do it. And because we're we're kind of here, we're we're kind of um, running past an hour. So as of this is going right now. Let me me refresh. Make sure I got the most up to date information. So this is going literally right now. Phase eleven, one complexity. Wow. Actually, I'm sorry. Actually, actually, uh, it looks like it's actually still going on. It's actually there's a 3-2 as well. Cause it started with the new day past uh, midnight over on the West Coast. So it's actually 14-3 right now if you add up both of the scrim lines. Okay. Uh Sentinels 8-5 over Native Gaming, still going on right now. Uh Native White, 9-5 over Shopify Rebellion, and Optic 8-4 over G1. Interesting. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And one more. I was going to say, sorry. Uh, 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 two more. Excuse me. Quadrant split the difference. 10 games, five and five between with, uh, with Navi and then cloud nine seven five over Proton. I don't know if you want to talk about any of those, uh, any of those scrims, any of those kind of jump out to you. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm looking at them uh, right now. I, I'm, I'm kind of. Um, well, look at them. I'm looking at them <laughs> and I'm kind of impressed by G1 versus Optic here. The A4 Optic kind of known for, especially before Charlotte, just like literally even the trailer set it for the process, winning like basically six months in a row, just winning, 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 winning. And no one could take them down. This is we're getting closer here. OK, four to eight is yep. not is mm-hmm. nothing to squawk at. I, I love that phase, yep. of course, showing, you know, extreme, you know, just a, amazing gameplay because they're the best. I'm kidding. I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop doing that. I can't be biased. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: if, if, if you're going to pick a favorite team, I mean, you picked a damn yeah, good I know, one. <laughs> but it's still
1: not good because then, I, yeah, I can't do that. I can't. I, I think they're really good. But, uh, uh, you know, that's online play. And I think they're kind of weaker online and much better on land. So that's really cool. It's, it's complexity. Who's? Uh, I'm, I'm surprised complexity did not enter the 4K. That's kind of uh, interesting to me or did not choose not to play in it. But I'm sure there's some reasons behind that. Um, but, yeah, I love it. I, I love all, all the scrims are are pretty good. Shopify Rebellion um, versus Native White. That's a 9-5. I didn't expect that. I would expect that to be a little bit closer. Uh, but, again, scrims are kind of like that, you know, okay, cool. You know, let's see You know what you do in an online tournament. Okay, cool. Let's see what you do at LAN. Like, that's kind of how it is for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I'm glad these teams, the top teams, are actually like going out there and practicing, getting yes. swimming because I, I like they went into one of the two Ks and a lot of them were just you know didn't look polished. It, it, you can tell that Altheg and Faze weren't practicing. You yes. know they weren't scrimming. They definitely took a little bit of an extended break. You know after Charlotte and and it led to a lot of upsets. You know we talked about Avengers beating them out. You know we talked about uh you know we t- we talked we talked about a few and even the same with SSG where now they're they're back in grinding. Full scrims, you know, what do we have? Uh, 14 uh, plus. Uh, we have 17 games being played between phase and complexity. So looking to get into fighting form, you okay. know, right when it matters most before the 4K. Uh, and like you said, phase dominant over complexity, not surprised there. Back at Worlds, you know, it was native red that like did the best against optic by winning three games on them yep. in scrims before going into war. So the fact that G1 got four, let's go, you know, yeah, right. it, it, I'm sure it's not what they wanted, but it's like, Hey, look, you know, we're talking about optic gaming who were the most dominant online team in scrims who were literally 10 to 11 to 13 to everybody yes. in the league. Crazy. Uh, it, I'm not I'm not really surprised by Native White over Shopify Rebellion. Like you said, I would have liked to see Rebellion win more games, but yeah. I like Native White are just really good. And uh I was hiring them in the preseason. They they wavered a bit during some of the online play, but then obviously they caught fire, like we talked about. And the Sentinels eight five over Native Red, I feel like if someone would told me that was eight five in favor of Native Red, I'd believe it. You know, like I, I feel like if if you reverse that score line, I honestly would believe it. You'd be like, oh yeah, the Native Red are eight five I'm like, Oh yeah, I believe that. So I also believe it the other way around because since those I've been looking damn good. Yeah, you know, over the last over the last weekend. So again. M- I have questions for Sentinels, and it looks like they're beginning to answer them right as it matters most. Uh we are on Tuesday. By the way, every Tuesday, get right back here, HGS source at 10 PM Eastern. Make sure your butts are here uh every Tuesday. Yes, sir. And and we have the event that starts on April 1st and 2nd. That's gonna be the 4K. Uh guys, that's that's a wrap. Wow that's that's a, that's the show right there we, we went show. over an hour yeah. you know i blame tim um <laughs> every, everything is tim's fault oh uh, we went over we went, we went over an hour but i think it was a lot of information that we were able to go to love that we're coming back here and and doing this again like like i i miss doing podcasts at one point i was doing two a week at one point yeah. <laughs> so i miss doing them gonna we're gonna come back. back and do it every single week every single
1: tuesday we are back and uh And it feels good. Uh, Tim, you have any final words? Yeah, just a quick thing. Um, So we're live on Twitch. Like Tony just mentioned every single Tuesday at 10 PM Eastern, but they will be uploaded at, uh, at, at noon the next day. Uh, We have Apple podcasts. We have Google podcasts. We have Spotify. We have YouTube, everything, Uh, pretty much everything. It'll all be uploaded to those. So you guys can go there. If you want to watch it on the run or when you're doing, you know, whatever you can just listen to our beautiful, amazing, incredible voices instead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, no matter how it is that you enjoy your podcast, like you said, we are gonna be there. So make sure you guys drop a follow down below here in the Twitch, uh, subscribe on the YouTube and whatever the hell they call it over at Apple and Spotify. And <laughs> make sure you guys come back for the live for the live show next week, 10 p.m. Tuesday, be there as well. That's uh Tony. Oh, I'm sorry, that well, that's Tim. I'm Tony, I think, most days. And we're <laughs> signing out.